welcome to the Hobby Tassel podcast. I'm Gemma. And I'm Candice. This is the podcast for creatives run by two fellow business owners who discuss the ups and downs of creative entrepreneurship. From dealing with imposter syndrome to celebrating new business milestones, we're here to talk about all of them with you. Hi, my name is Candice. Welcome back to the Hobby to Hustle podcast. Today, we are actually going to go over somewhat of a backstory of Hobby to Hustle. I'm with Gemma today, and like a lot of relationships, I'm the one that forgets a lot about anniversaries and stuff, so I somewhat have forgotten how we met. Um, So I'm going to ask her about that right now. (laughs) Gemma, how did we meet? So we had a meeting back in, I think it was July 2021. Um, So we both had a mutual, um, like, creative who wanted to interview us about some things she was working on in her business. And she suggested that we actually have a separate call to introduce ourselves because we'd just recently quit our full-time jobs and we're working on our creative businesses full-time. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I remember that part, and I remember messaging you on Instagram and going, like, do you want to meet? I, I'm i starting to think whether or not it was Dina, who was the coach that uh, put us together, that made me go, like, you need to do it. Like, it, right oh, now. Oh, did she give you an extra nudge? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, like, cause then that seems so out of character for me to just reach out. At that time, was I was working full-time or just quit or something like that and so I was definitely more social but afterwards Monday meetings became I think it actually no it's it's probably Tuesday meetings but now it's Monday meetings started on a regular business or not business meeting thing basis regular basis (laughs) basis thank you you also you also skipped to stuff as well because did I we had that initial meeting mm-hmm. um, and I've met with a few creatives, just like a one-off. And it was actually you that said, we should meet again. And I was like, yeah, cool. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about it in honesty. Um, and look, at, now that I know you as well, that feels really out of character because you were probably so stressed <laughs> in that first meeting <laughs> because uh, you didn't know me at all. Um, clearly I was super likable and you thought, okay, I'm going to hold on to Joe. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause I, if I don't vibe with someone well, I can't see myself even talking to them only because, and I will feel really stressed. Do you think you need someone that is kind of more confident that leads conversations or like what, what do you think helps for you to make a, to make friends with someone? Just getting to know you a bit better, Candice. So like, like, for example, let's say I went to the UK. Yeah. Right. And you and I were like, oh, or you said, we're going to go to a party and it's a networking party where it's other artists. So everyone already has a big thing in common. Right. And you're going to try to have fun. Like you told me that and I'll be like, okay, um, I might hate you, like subconsciously hate you for a little bit. I probably will. I'm not going to lie about that. But then at the party, I'll stick to you and I'll only talk to the person that you are talking to. So if you walk away, I'm walking away. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. Um, I'm actually really shy when it comes to networking, which is really ironic because I promote it quite a lot. 
and I now run a networking group. <laughs> yeah, you so do. So I run a networking group, I'm still really shy. And actually, I like running networking opportunities because people tend to approach me rather than me having to approach other people, which is what I find a bit scary. Yeah, so then I can I can just piggyback off of that mm. because I'm worse than you, apparently. Worse in what but way? Like In, like, I'm just... I can't talk to people. Like, running a networking group, I can't even fathom that. I had to like run it's... my first session by myself the other day. Usually I have my mm. co-host, Katie, who is a bit more confident. <laughs> mm. And um, so it start. So probably going a bit off topic here, but um, it starts with everyone goes around the table and introduces themselves and kind of asks what they're looking for from the group. It's very informal. It's very relaxed. But usually that bit lasts a lot longer and it went so quickly that suddenly I was just like, oh no, <laughs> what do we do now? <laughs> so I asked the group, I was like, oh, it's January. Does anyone have any like goals for their business? And it was complete silence. Fantastic. And I was like, really? None of you have goals? <laughs> and then someone spoke up and then the conversation kind of organically happened i don't really know where i'm going with the story other than sometimes it can feel awkward networking but then you get into a flow yeah kind of like our podcast we whoever okay at least me whenever i introduce i feel like i sound so robotic and monotone like though hi welcome to the and then i just throw you in there i i haven't noticed maybe it's because i like chatting more than you (laughs) oh (laughs) But yeah, so what do we talk about on Monday meetings? There's t- basically two things that we talk about or mm. two aspects of our life. The first one being business troubleshooting or just like talking about business successes and fails that we've had. And then we have that emotional and stress troubleshooting. That's when we notice each other are not okay. For business troubleshooting, you guys kind of have to thank Gemma for me changing from yours truly studio over to Coco Island. I had the idea in my head, but then it was her challenge that allowed me to go, okay, yeah, no, I'm not the only one that's thinking that. Well, that's what we talk about. And we're okay. We're not just talking about business um, name changes. We're actually talking about things like, like if we run into a situation that week and then we learn from it, or we're both just like run down from everything. We're like, you know, what? it's like mini therapy. Gemma it says is. That a it's lot. like it's business therapy. <laughs> like I quite often, you know, may say to Candice, like, "Oh, I'm feeling quite anxious. Like I haven't done a workshop in a while, and I've got three this week or something." <laughs> and Candice was like, "Yeah, that sounds like a lot. Make sure you relax outside of that, and wind. Make sure you wind down properly, and just support it." Mm-hmm. And this is how I found out she does that whole planning thing, like through this. That like that's one of her signals of like I'm starting to not be okay. Well, there's two. If you tell me that you made a plan before our talk, that's when you're stressed. If we had a conversation <laughs> and then the next call you tell me you made a plan, that's when you're excited. But then it falls into stress. Oh, that's if interesting. If you do it I before you eat, that. yeah. If you do it before you even tell me you're gonna do it, you're stressed. Yeah. Yeah. But then if you do it afterwards, it just means you were excited. But you could fall into stress. 
because I get too excited and then I'm like, whoa, this is so much on my plate already and I haven't even started. Yeah. That's what I've noticed. That's why I was able to pick it up every time because then I would go like, do we have this conversation yet already or is this a brand new thing? It's so funny. I know at this point we're probably, it probably is a meme or an inside joke of our podcast that you over plan. But like, do I don't to, know if do people know, know how serious it is. So I like to create an annual plan and I feel I'm kind of laughing because yeah, I've created quite a detailed plan for the year ahead. So guess how many pages it is, Candice? Realistically? Yeah, guess how many pages my plan is. My Maybe strategy. 27? Mm, you're close. Because normal people, it's like place. five. <laughs> Just so <letting> you know. <laughs> Mine's 37. <laughs> Gemma. Okay, but 12 of those pages are like to-do lists per month. So it's basically a calendar, so it's, so it's fine. Are you putting like 10 spaces in between those to like each line? Because one page should not take... So like, I, One I month have... of to-do should not be a whole page. Okay, so I have my money strategy, my general strategy, my marketing strategy, my social media strategy, a strategy for public workshops, which is three pages, private workshops, which is a page, live calligraphy courses, passive courses, calligraphy shop, business shop, memberships, coaching, day-to-day business operations, and then join my business more. And then... So that's that on the me- bottom of the list. <laughs> I never thought about that. So that's that's 22 pages. And then the rest is like breaking it down on a calendar basis and then a quarterly basis. So maybe this is a bit excessive, but it helps me feel in control. See, that is normal because I know you do that on like a regular basis. Yeah. Not sorry. On a regular annual basis, you yeah. do an annual plan. Yeah. If it was like... I had this idea and I and I wrote a plan for it. It's entering n- negative territory. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by the way, yeah, that that guys is somewhat of a glimpse of what we talk about when it's not related to podcasts. Uh, we just talk about the thing and then I, we react to each other. So if we weren't on the podcast, I would have shared my screen. No, and then not. and then Candice would have been staring at me with wide eyes, like, "What on earth is this, Gemma?" And I'm like, "No, I no, no, I was look, doing look, that, yeah. look, look at the <laughs> figures, and then look. It's just it's really simple. Like each page has a little breakdown with ten subheadings, which then have sub subheadings, <laughs> and then Candice's brain goes. <laughs> I just want to say, the first few times she's done this to me, I notice a pattern of each other you hover over to the left where all the like the table of contents are and i'm already like holy crap and then you click into it and then my face becomes even more what the fuck and then <laughs> and you're looking at me and then i don't even say anything i don't, I, I really don't say shit and then you go like no, no 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 listen it just gets it gets better like i promise you it gets better but there's so much content there's no way that it could get better it's because I can already see all the tabs and I already thought, what the fuck? And then I see how full the first few pages are. So if you show me more, it's just going to get worse. Like, <laughs> but you're so, <laughs> you're so happy about it. I'm like proud of the plan. I keep like you, looking at you like, you are very are proud. Are you going to congratulate me? Like, why are you looking shocked? <laughs> like, I've worked <laughs> out. <laughs> 
I know some of you might be like, well, Candace doesn't sound encouraging at all. No, listen, I'm very encouraging. I just know what that goes into, which is then self-pressuring, then self-doubt, and then feeling like you accomplished nothing and blah, blah, blah. And then I have to... I have to Pick try to stop pieces. that from happening. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <Yes>. <laughs> but there are times in like in our calls where we like really help each other out. I did make some business changes like no longer renew my personal website that I have, which means everything that goes to my Instagram or whatever, the link tree stuff will have to redo. I think... I actually might close my Facebook pages and groups as well and start fresh. Start fresh? Mm-hmm. Because it's about stationary. Wait, are your groups not already about stationary? No, it's it's about stationary, so I don't want it to be about stationary, if that made sense. What would it be? Uh, just about Kit and Dino. I would just make the change and just keep your members, and if they're not interested, they can leave. <laughs> But then I want to change the artwork and it's just so much better to just delete the group. And then I no. also got like like a couple weird messages from You'll like weird random messages, people. Even if, <laughs> even if you it's, start a new group. I just want to like delete it and go like, nah. But okay, I'll think about it. But side note, we'll come back to that later off the call because I don't think you AKA should delete it. I am going to get scolded and lectured. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the big sister, aren't I? Like, <laughs> I don't it know. It is, yeah. Am I? Kinda. When I'm, when, like, basically, Gemma wants me to put effort into things that she believes will work. And since I've already put an effort into it, she doesn't want to see me start fresh. I do think that is the difference between us in that you're probably a perfectionist. Oh, yeah, that's the one. And word, I'm yeah. like a, that'll do. I'm Let's very work much. On it. <laughs> I'm very much like a jump into things, even if I'm not ready. Get something out there and then try to improve with time. Oh yeah, no, I hundred percent. I'm not that. That would be yeah. that would drive me crazy. But this kind of goes into like how another point that we have is how what Gemma and I have affect both of our businesses, even though if we're in different fine arts industries, because. Guys, you have to keep in mind, Gemma is in a calligraphy industry. I'm in a digital art industry. So what I have right now is all products and retail. And what she has is like, I think maybe 20% retail, but then 80% service. Mainly service based. Yeah. yeah. So we're very different in that you're product and I'm service. Mm-hmm. The only product that she's selling would be some like workbooks workbooks so yeah. i probably even lower that to like 10 percent. you don't need to find a business partner that that does what you do exactly i feel like it actually does help as well yeah i think we're less caught up in perhaps how things are done because if you were also a calligraphy teacher although yes we'd be able to help each other in a lot of ways we'd be too wrapped up in oh, it's done this way, so it has to be done that way. Whereas I can come from a bit of a different perspective. Yeah. Help her out and vice versa. Yeah. It's like learning about each other's industries rather than debating or like having discussions about things that happen 
been in the same industry and and stuff like that. Not saying that debating is, you know, there's anything bad with it. It's just I feel like it works better because we're because we're learning more than we are having conflicts. Mm. If I ever decide to do servicing, then I'll know who to go to. And if Gemma ever decides to do products and stuff, she'll know who to go to. At least hopefully she'll come to me. Actually, no, don't come to me. I'm a terrible influence. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's my opinion on how it affects both of our businesses. Are you are you on the same boat? Mm, yeah. Yeah? Okay. And then this was born. Hobby to Hustle. That was not my idea at all. I'm just the editor. <laughs> you're not just the editor. Like, you're talking right now. You're a co-host. And actually, I would say the backbone because you do like 80% of the work. <laughs> okay, yeah, but it's not like that's not true. Let me okay. This is our 23rd episode, I think. I could be wrong. But I've only maybe made like two prompts, two or three prompts max out of the 23 episodes. Cuz without you, these episodes wouldn't be happening. Because I had zero idea, and I'd be like, we can always just record another time. Like, if you didn't care, <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, we can record another time. Wait, that sounds like I don't care. That's not what I meant. I'm just saying... <laughs> you procrastinate on it. Yeah. So you're the backbone of it. I think it kind of sums up our friendship in the sense that, again, I was <laughs> like, let's do this brand new thing, like, right now. And you're like, uh, do I have to? <laughs> and then I convince you. <laughs> I'm looking at our Trello board right now, and in the ideas tab, none of that was mine. You know how I know? Because I didn't even know how to put those colors on until, like, recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just makes this work, because I love working with Adobe products. Adobe, please sponsor me. You have no idea how many hours I have on your products. Holy <laughs> crap. Like, <laughs> but... Yeah, I am fine with working with Adobe stuff. I I love working with Adobe things. And I like doing back-end stuff and technicalities of stuff. Gemma likes to come up with ideas. So Hobby to Hustle, though it was her idea, I do like doing the stuff for it. That's yeah. good. Do you still get anxious about recording? Sometimes. Is it mainly just the intro? Because I know when you're introducing, you get nervous but do you find the nerves go once you're in the flow of things kind of i also feel like i talk too much yeah i don't notice that but... yeah but i can see it because i'm the editor yeah. i can literally <laughs> see there are more green waves than there are purple waves so then i start cutting me out i i actually start like i'm just like oh i have to actively remember not to talk so much because then i have to go back and cut everything out i cut out at least 30 percent of the shit that i say 30%. 30%. I'm not joking. That's why it sounds like you don't talk much. Or oh. it sounds... Sorry. It, that's why it sounds, sounds like, like you talk more. Because I cut out 30%. Or maybe not 30%. Like 20%. <laughs> it's still quite a lot. And for you, <laughs> I only cut out like maybe 5%. Yeah. Probably less than. Uh, the next point I kind of want to bring up is something that we kind of touched base on already, which is having a biz bestie so obviously my opinion on it is you should have one it's great for you uh, it's great for networking but it wasn't just about like work I think it's always good to have someone that you can talk to 
regarding your business. When we say biz bestie, we're not talking about people who just talk about business. Like Gemma and I play games together when we can. We do talk about our personal lives. Like Gemma knows what I want as my day-to-day life kind of thing. Like I tell her, I want my day-to-day life to be working on this stuff so I can do these things with Will. And then I'll go into detail of like what I want to do with Will, like what, why it's important to me. Like I give her context. I don't just go like, oh, just so I would have more personal time. Like that to me is not really a biz bestie. We don't have, like we have boundaries with each other, but we're also super open with each other. I don't think we have many boundaries. Yeah, like, I, don't, don't. I don't think we've ever like reached a point where we're like, oh, I don't want to discuss that with you. <laughs> or yeah. like you're, you're getting on my nerves a bit. I don't think we've ever had that, which is lucky. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think it's one of those situations where we've been through so much rough patches with each other in regards to what we've done in our life. That sentence didn't make sense. I get what you mean. We we know each other very well, including the ups and downs, and we've been there for each other a lot. Yeah, so that's why we kind of understand. I like how Gemma always understands what the heck I'm talking about, even though I don't know what the heck I'm talking about. Like... (laughs) (laughs) I've said before, I speak Candice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's why I think having a biz bestie is good. It's also very therapeutic. We already mentioned that. It, it's. I can't stress enough that therapy is already expensive. If you have someone that both of you are happy to have these kind of conversations with, it would help a lot. Like a, a lot. You won't feel alone Because I think one of the worst things about running a business is if you felt alone and the only answers or people that you can go to is if you talked about it on a forum. Nothing wrong with that. Just saying it's just better if you could do it. Well, we can't do it in person because we live in different countries, but we do do it face to face over Google Meets. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I do encourage people to try to network and find their biz bestie which i think Gemma wrote a i wrote a blog post about it oh did you um, yeah so go check out my blog anyway i have a ton of content over there um but there's a few ways to try and meet new people um networking groups and don't flinch when i say networking groups that's just one idea um another is to message some local creatives and see if they would be me happy to meet on a one-to-one basis for coffee or tea if you're like me and don't drink coffee and um, you could ask a friend to kind of set you up on like a blind business date <laughs> and put you in touch because I guess that's what happened with us and Dina she put us in touch with each other you know I think just engage with people's content a bit more as well like authentically engage and try to build up those conversations and if you're feeling brave ask if they'd be happy to meet virtually because something to keep in mind is that yes it's scary to reach out to people but a lot of the time people want to make new friends and make new connections and they're probably really happy to receive that message so that is my kind of incentive for you to reach out to some new people yeah i also think it's best if you reach out to someone that you believe is 
on the same, not balance, on the same level as you. So well, when business-wise. Yeah, in business-wise. Yeah. Because if you talk to someone who's already very well-established and want to form, like, a friendship with them and you want to, like, do what Gemma and I have, I feel like that would be significantly harder because they're already so well-established and you're starting out fresh. And so there's already that dynamic of, like, one person definitely has much more knowledge. Though you can be coming in with fresh ideas, it there's just that unbalanced dynamic where Gemma and I both starting out new. We're both trying to figure things out. So it's much easier to talk to someone who is on a similar level as you. And yeah. So something I also want to say not to do is use the term pick your brain. Because I can't remember where I heard this, but another artist said they'd received a message from someone saying, hey, I'd love to meet. I'd love to pick your brain. And it kind of rubbed them the wrong way a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I do understand that because that indicates that it's going to be one way and that you're expecting to be mentored. Um, Which, you know, if you want mentorship, that's a different context for reaching out to someone. If you want it to be a friendship, then it needs to be mutual. You can't go into it expecting anything you know, you can't be thinking straight away, oh, what can I get out of this in terms of like business and stuff? It needs to be genuinely being open-minded, wanting to reach out to new people. Yeah, uh, it shouldn't be a relationship where you are hoping to gain more and you don't care about how much you give them. Like, for example, if I'm flaking on Gemma, which I do a lot, I do that like at least 30% of our relationship, she knows that. She knows when I'm just like, she's still dead asleep. Um, do I feel guilty about it? Of course I do. But do I also understand that Gemma probably wouldn't get mad at me? Yes. But I also wouldn't do that to her like five times in a row. Unless if I'm dying. And then she's like, okay, yeah, she's yeah. just dying. <laughs> yeah. I think like if you did it to me five times in a row, it probably wouldn't even get to that point. I'd be like, Candice, you, you haven't like... <laughs> met with me for the last like couple of times are you okay maybe sleep <laughs> um maybe stop playing horror games till like 4am in the morning when you're really scared of horror games <laughs> I, oh my god wait hold on side note i genuinely thought okay i hope some of you guys have played this game called lethal company it's very fun it's a horror game um yeah. it uses a mic i for some reason i thought i heard the laughing from the girl in the red dress Oh, I had a dream with the coil head in the other oh, day. <laughs> oh my god. It's They're horrible. monsters in the game, just FYI. Um, but yeah. But yeah, I, th- I think... Yeah, I don't get mad because, again, I know the context of your life in that you go to bed really late. <laughs> and actually, <laughs> although we meet at 11am your time, that's like tough for you like because you go to bed so late um like the other night Candice stood me up um and I was on a call with my friends whilst I was waiting for her and they were like oh why are you joining the chat I'm like I don't think she's gonna show and they're like oh really I'm like yeah I'm pretty sure she's still asleep (laughs) I'll probably be up in like 10 minutes (laughs) and it was true I was asleep yeah (laughs) It's like mutual, you know, yeah. it's not just you that may delay it, it's also me. Um, but that's the benefit of working for ourselves. Um, and having such an understanding, like friendship, 
that we can work with each other. Um, There's no anxiety yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. 10 seconds of what just happened is going to get cut out. But Gemma and I were just saying how I'm like, I su- suggested, should I wrap this up? And then I quickly changed it to, sorry, I meant, do, should you wrap this up? And then Gemma was like, no, you should wrap this up. Um, <laughs> so we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> Today, we talked about the backstory of Hobby to Hustle and kind of more of a behind the scenes of how Gemma and I have met and what we talk about when it's not about the podcast and or recording for a podcast so we went over meeting on a weekly basis emotional and business like troubleshooting how we hang out with each other outside of like business related things and how it's actually beneficial to meet with someone that is in a somewhat similar industry but not necessarily in the same industry so you can learn about each other more and then that's how we grew the idea or how Gemma grew the idea of Hobby to Hustle, which is wanting to share just the business aspect of like her life, the advices that she has, because she just wants to help people. And we talked about the opinions of having a biz bestie and how it genuinely helps you with your anxiety of running a business. It's very therapeutic. So we do encourage you guys to try to find your own biz bestie. I think we're going to um, cover an episode on it because I did see Gemma is going to have a prompt about that. But that's all we have for you guys this week. We will see you guys in two weeks. Make sure you guys click the links in the descriptions to try, um, to not to try, but to get more information about us. Yeah. And look at my memberships. Yeah. Look at Gemma's <laughs> I'm memberships. i make them more. This, <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. And bye. Bye, everyone.